1: Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global...
2: People magazine announced yesterday that it's 2020 sexiest man alive is actor Michael B. Jordan.
0: And I got to say, Seth B. hurt.
3: You know, wow. um, These are troubled times. That's what passes for humor.
2: So uh, Sean just handed this to me. I haven't had a chance to read it all, but the headlines getting my attention is I've got a corded phone. I have gone back in time. My iPhone is a corded phone. I unplug it when I leave here. I walk to my car, barely make it, and then plug it back in in my car to use it. Wow. What you have is fractured glass that can occasionally make a phone call. Well, yeah, there's that There's that aspect of it, too. But the battery. Actually, I have three devices. I've got two iPads in front of me and a phone. All of them are on uh, single digits, and I just keep moving the chargers around trying to keep them alive while we do this show the modern
3: <laughs> keeping your plate spinning
2: yeah and uh, apple to pay 113 million dollar settlement lawsuit over iphone batteries i haven't read the story yet to figure mm. out what's going on uh three dozen states say the company concealed battery life issues to get users to buy new devices well i don't doubt that
3: yeah that's nasty and what is being deemed a battery gate no it's not not by anybody who, who steers clear of cliches uh, states allege the company
2: discovered battery issues that led to phone crashes. Instead of bringing light to the issue, they say Apple concealed the problem from consumers.
3: Mm. Uh, so I don't know how this is going to turn out. I like Apple. I'm a big fan of their products. And but I- they have several of these uh, sins in their past. Plus, lately, they notify me every day that my car has been moved. <laughs> Your par- car is now parked near work. <laughs> yeah, I know. You want to guess how I know? <laughs> I don't quite get that.
1: Is there
2: a n- no S Sherlock button you can hit? To-
4: <laughs> I still don't like when I get into my car after I'm like leaving work, for instance, and it says, it gives me the, the map directions home. I'm like, how do you, I, yeah, I I choose where I go, not you. I'll just go to a fast food joint just to throw it off. Right, just to piss you off. I don't get any of Please that Please
3: return to the
4: route. Please return to the route. No, I know where I'm going, phone. You don't tell me, I tell you.
2: I don't <laughs> get any of that stuff because I leave my privacy thing on all the time. I don't. I don't my, my phone is not keeping track of where I'm going. Screw you, phone. Oh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah, and then you know they've had the thing where the, the the new product comes out, and it seems like all of a sudden your old product really doesn't work very well. Right yeah, when the new product's funny. available, and it's crazy. Yeah, I don't
3: know. You know what we haven't done for a while that we ought to is uh, clip number thirty nine, Garrett Tenney on Fox News last night. It's so good.
0: New restrictions in other cities and states will impact Thanksgiving celebrations.
2: In Oregon, no more than six people from two households are allowed to gather. In Chicago and Philadelphia, officials want everyone to have a Thanksgiving alone. And for those who decide to get together anyways, New Jersey State Guidelines ask folks to encourage their guests not to sing or shout. While in Pennsylvania, you're required to wear a mask inside your own home if you have anyone over. The CDC itself recommends wearing a mask the entire time, avoiding singing, and bringing your own utensils. He said required. So if you have anyone come to your house from Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving that doesn't live there, you're supposed to wear a mask in your house.
3: Right. You're required. I'm picturing bellying up to the Thanksgiving table and opening your coat to reveal you got a full set of... Of silverware and serving utensils. You got a ladle here and a big carving knife there, and the rest. Bring your own utensils. All right.
2: Because that's the way the virus is being spread, don't you know?
3: Through On utensils, forks, holiday utensils.
4: Everybody knows that. You guys don't always bring utensils when you go over to other people's houses?
3: Am I weird for doing that? (laughs) No, You You got a suitcase with glasses in there. Nobody else has a spork. It's the only thing I like to
2: use. And Oregon putting a limit of six on it.
3: You bring your own Keurig machine, your own mugs for a little cup of coffee after the turkey. I got one of those little SodaStream things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get your filthy hands off my glass, Grandma. I brought my own booze before. (laughs) Because you might not have the right booze or not enough booze. Just in case. (laughs) It's just planning ahead. So, yeah, the the wife and I are taking a little vacation. It's been planned for a long time, and and we can't cancel at this point with the new restrictions. So Because you believe Thanksgiving
2: celebrates the wiping out of the Native American.
3: That's right. We're conscientious objectors, and we just want to go have a vacation because we haven't for a very long time. Um, And so I have been following the science on whether you can get or how likely it is to get the COVID on an airplane. And... Uh, it, the risk is quite low it's not zero and you say obviously. it's
2: because of the ventilation system because it would see because you're in a room close to people Yeah, so you would think yeah. that that would
3: well the, the good folks at wired did quite a uh, an article on this which i read and will share with you some of uh, uh covid like the flu etc uh, respiratory vi- virus most likely transmitted via airborne particles and airplanes have recirculation air filtration air filtration and fresh air injection systems burly enough to purge cabins of smoke if there's a fire. Mm. So they ought to be able to do the same with the virus. They point out once in um in the 1970s a 737 had to land and fix the engines and so they turned the engines off on the tarmac and everybody got the flu cuz somebody got on the flight with the flu oh, but geez. with the ventilation system um that's probably not going to happen. What about in the
2: little train that takes you from one terminal to another?
3: Uh not so good. Not so that's good. Yeah, of- the airport is more, you know, hazardous than the airplane I keep reading. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Just so,
4: constantly flail your arms around you to make sure people don't get next to you.
2: You got to do like Cartman does on South Park. You got to have that stick, <laughs> a six foot long stick, and you just
3: constantly poke people. Right. Get sure back. Far enough away. Respect my authority. Uh, let's see. How risky are airplanes exactly? The short answer is no one knows, but risky enough. If you can avoid flying, avoid it. Uh, the position that a lot of airline executives are, are stating now that the risk is essentially zero is just unrealistic said David Freeman, an infectious disease researcher at the University of Alabama, et cetera, et cetera, I'm not saying the risk is high, and the risk is manageable, but to start from the position that the risk is zero on an airplane is like the politicians who are saying this is a hoax. It exists. Oh, buh, 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 buh. That's the whole stupid
2: thing we do all the time, where we, everything's got to be zero or all. Right, exactly. I don't exactly. know why. Pregnant women can have no alcohol. Well, that's not what the science is, but you well, don't trust people. Well, people are so people.
3: stupid, right, you have to lead them around like sheep. Most scientists and healthcare workers now agree that the virus that causes COVID 19 can travel through the air. This is a beautiful phrase. Born aloft in teeny globs of snot. Ew. That's some writing there. Uh, let's see. Masks can stop most of them, uh, though probably not all. Uh, but hey, nobody really knows how many you have to inhale to get sick either. And another thing that helps prevent infection is being far enough away from people. Uh, the blah, blah, blah. And airplanes are definitely not fully socially distanced. Do
2: you think Thanksgiving is going to be a super spreader event like they fear? Most spread over the last couple of months, they think, is people getting together with other people in homes.
3: Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think it will increase the spread, sure. Yeah. I think the vast majority of people who get it will be perfectly fine, too. And we'll have made a smart move, uh, reaffirming family connections and the rest of
2: it. We're not getting together with anybody. It's just the four of us, so it won't have any effect on us. And mm-hmm. I got to admit, I like a big, I've had a few big Thanksgivings in my life where I've been invited to various places. I think if a family invited us over, I think I would say no. I just don't see. Uh, yeah. close family, I wish I was getting together with my brothers and mom and dad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would do that, but yeah. Just, like, two families getting together just to have a bigger group? Nah. First,
3: you know, yeah, socializing? No. No. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm going to share this no, with you. Like
2: like anybody was going to invite me. They've oh, seen me.
3: Just, it's a friend. Yeah, nice defensive mechanism
4: there, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go anyways. <laughs> She's probably a lesbian.
3: Um, yeah, I got a girlfriend. She goes to a different school. You probably don't know her. I'm I'm not trying to argue anything with the following. I just thought it was very interesting. thought you might, too. Um, they talk about uh, you want to being outside's the best thing. Airplanes are definitely inside, and a fully booked coach cabin doesn't allow much leeway for social distance. But actually, the filtration and ventilation systems on airplanes are pretty great. Jet engines inhale great gulps of air, mix it with fuel, and set it on fire which makes thrust. But some of that air before the fuel and fire parts gets diverted into the ventilation system because it comes from outside at cruising altitude. That air is very clean and very cold. Mm. It feeds through air compressors, which heat the air up uh, to hundreds of degrees, and then into air conditioner packs in the fuselage, which cool it back down and send it to a manifold that mixes it with air from inside the cabin. It goes through ducts in the ceiling to vents that blow it ducts. (laughs) Idiot. In the ceiling, to vents that blow it downward through the cabin, and then it gets sucked into intakes next to passengers' feet. About half of that then gets sent back outside, and the other half gets run through HEPA filters, very good at getting rid of even viral particles, and back to the manifolds to meet new gusts of air from outside. How come then, whenever In a plane I... where everything's working up to spec, the whole cabin gets an air change every two to three minutes.
2: And how come if i am ever... Because I've had this. I'm sitting next to flatulent Fred. It's like flying in a stink bomb the whole way. Why is that?
3: Happening? Well, maybe An aggressive his aggressive sense, his gastric output is superhuman. Hmm. Maybe you were in hard, the presence of greatness, error. and you weren't sophisticated <laughs> enough to realize it. I was in the presence of greatness.
2: <laughs>
3: Flatulent Fred. Is that his stage name? Or...
2: Dude, I'm just curious. Tell me what you've eaten in the last 24 hours. <laughs> I'm a bit of a amateur scientist this way. <laughs> hell dude um what was i gonna say? I had something else i was gonna say traveling there's a super spreader event thanksgiving girlfriend in another town you wouldn't know her <laughs>
3: what, what, was,
1: what? Um,
2: what what uh i don't remember what i was gonna say uh oh stowaway in the wheel well uh th- that's a good idea
3: yeah yep yeah you don't you know how sometimes it's hot on an airplane you'll avoid that <laughs> you'll really avoid that <laughs> you might get a chance to try, try skydiving You've ever dreamed of that? <laughs> yeah, we're not flying, Coach, by the way. We're flying in a, a, well, you don't know about it. It's a it's a class beyond first class. You actually go through the cockpit, you shake the, the captain's hand, and then you go below the cockpit into uh, the super platinum class, we call it. But you're not allowed to know about it. <laughs> Break the protocol by even mentioning it. You That's take off right.
2: all your clothes, they put a robe on you, hand you a drink.
3: Well, after the massage, yes. You sit in the hot tub. Touch yeah. the glowing orb. <laughs> the hot tub. Yes. First rule of Platinum class, don't talk about Platinum (laughs) class. (laughs) Uh, We should check in
2: with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, get an update on that, see what some funny donators' names were and all that. Uh, If you want to donate now, go to armstrongandgetty.com.
5: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: God, I'm looking at the headline here um, in uh, the dispatch. Somebody tweeted, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, of New York mocks and argues with a reporter during a test exchange about school openings. You leaders, man. You, uh, I think you're going too far. I think you're going too far.
3: I know it. Cuomo's unbelievable. God, the hubris of this guy. Well, Pride goeth before the fall.
2: Right. And then what would happen on the opposite end of the country at the fancy restaurant? Anyway, we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, which is as good a cause as there is out there. We're going to wrap it up tomorrow. We're hoping to hit $500,000. I think we're going to do that easily. We might have to set a new goal because you got to have something to strive for. Yes. Come on.
3: We underestimated the, the fabulousness of and our, our, the A&G audience. Our goal was a minimum. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We Absolutely. Got, we got a
2: $50 donation from Rusty Rain Barrel Razors.
4: Glad
3: to <laughs> nice. see
2: that. Wow. A corporate
3: donation there. <laughs> oh, remember, you can go to uh, the, the Amazon.Smile.com or Smile. Whatever it is, and portion of all your purchases go to the charity you uh, choose. Maybe you have matching uh, at your workplace. Check that out.
4: Essence of Oak toilet paper available now. Contributed $500. Doesn't (laughs) sound like the most pleasing brand, but if shortages are are a thing.
2: Wow. Uh, We have more.
4: Uh, let's see. We got a surplus from Joe Getty's Institute of the Study of Recreation. Oh yes. Uh, so yeah, assuming fundraising
3: has started, apparently it's going well. You already got a surplus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my fake uh, cause, which I'll be introducing mm. next year.
4: Yes, and then we, uh, uh, from uh, I don't watch the news, uh, <laughs> dropping in twenty five bucks. Um, Thank you, son. Uh, interesting note. That kid's fifty four
3: years old now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> So give as generously as you can uh, to help our wounded heroes. Go to Armstrong and get it done. Uh, I, I,
4: that,
2: oh, is that the are, sound
4: of a whale? Yar, tis. Off no. to starboard bow. Oh my goodness, we got Lisa with two thousand dollars. We got another Lisa with a thousand dollars. Really a big day for giving for Lisa.
2: Lisa's are stepping up
4: just crushing it, Lisa's shout out. Uh, Eric with a thousand, Josh with a thousand, Inez with a thousand, wow, David with a thousand. I mean b- uh, they've been coming in so fast this past hour or so I've probably missed a, a bunch
3: Yarr, enough oil to keep the lanterns burning for a month
2: well should we hit a total? I'm kind of curious I gotta admit.
3: Refresh that son of a gun there Hey uh,
2: Gladys, drum roll if you could
3: really tight, really, listen to the, the
4: accents, that's good $447,500 American
3: dollars Wow. Ooh. that's fantastic y'all are great well th- done. Thank you. I think
2: we could make a mini goal of hitting a half million by the time we get off the air. Do you think Whoa. that's
3: possible?
4: Gladys' oh. drum tuner for the Battle of Somme with uh, $100. <laughs>
3: wow. Well played, my friend. 500 <laughs> before we go off the that'd air? That'd be
2: twenty-five grand in a half an hour. That's pretty aggressive. Ooh. <sighs> uh, you check your math on that. I thought you said 4- four
3: forty-five.
2: Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you said four seventy-five. Well, never yeah. mind. Well, no, no, uh, no. We can't We're raising
3: money for America's schools next. <laughs> they've failed poor Jack.
2: Well, I misheard. It's a hearing
3: problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so, yeah, give us generously as you can, armstrongandgetty.com. This is a curious story. Disappointing. Former Green Beret officer Peter Raphael Dubzynski-Debbins, too many names, accused of spying for Russia. 45-year-old former Green Beret pleaded guilty in federal court to more than a decade of conspiring with Russian intelligence officers.
2: Did you give the time period that he was doing it yet?
3: Uh, Yeah, he went to Russia. He has family ties in Russia. Traveled there for an independent study program in 1996 and was recruited after he graduated from a university, he joined the U.S. Army Special Forces at the behest of the Russians.
2: Well, he got recruited during the period of time when we had the best relations with Russia. I mean, when the world actually thought Russia was going in the way of a democracy and was yeah. a good country.
3: Well, it gets more and more complicated. He went to Russia, signed a statement agreeing to work for the country. His motive, the prosecutors say, was that he believed the U.S. needed to be cut down to size. He also claimed oh, he wanted to help his handlers overthrow the Russian government. Okay. He considered himself a loyal son of Russia. Married the daughter of a Russian military officer he met during study abroad. Russian women are attractive.
2: And he was enough of a stud that, that they, they said, hey, you should go get in the special forces. And he did.
3: Active duty, 98 to 2005. That includes a lot for, of Putin years. Uh, investigated for a security violation, removed from his command in 04, 04, then honorably discharged in 05. Continued in the reserves till 2010. Also worked as a defense contractor with top secret security clearance. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a nice uh, nice system you got for vetting people there. He um, didn't
2: notice his wife was Russian and any of these things? I mean, did you look deeply into this?
3: Going to spend his life behind bars. His wife
2: is the daughter of a Russian military dude. Yes. Of course, that was back then da. similar with China, where we just felt like Russia, China, these are all,
3: these are the, they, the enemies of the past. They, these are good countries now. They're on board with, the good, with all the good stuff. <laughs> the, the 90s are calling. They want their foreign policy back. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow, that's quite a story. Yep. Go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. It's so easy.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem?
1: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show. China has been flexing
3: its military and economic muscles, and the State Department is paying close attention, issuing a warning to the incoming administration, saying... The CCP aims not merely at preeminence within the established world order, but to fundamentally revise world order, placing the People's Republic of China at the center and serving Beijing's authoritarian goals and hegemonic ambitions.
2: You know how you secretly figure out that China wants to dominate the world? They say it all the time. They write books about it, the president gives speeches about it, they say it every day. That's our goal, to dominate
3: the world. They're not a rival, they're good folks what Joe Biden said. Well, I hope he changes his tune. Yeah,
2: that was in the past when everybody was on board with, uh oh, they'll, they'll go along with us. Well, I think it was last year. No, he did say that they're going to eat our lunch, come on, man, yeah, in the last year, which was outrageous that he said that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, we'll so you have got to that, see. you got that, and uh, Trump, a lot of why he fired people at the Pentagon and everything like that, looks like he wants to really you know pull out troops from a variety of areas Mm -hmm. that's a big foreign policy story i hope that turns out to be a good idea um just looking at this editorial in the dallas newspaper about how this isn't going to lead to peace this is going to lead to less peace in afghanistan i have no idea we've been there for 20 some years but um these are big stories that should be talked about and biden should be asked about and all that sort of stuff but nope no no people are only interested trump still hasn't conceded yet you want to talk about that for another hour Yes, I do.
3: Yes. And then he does. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, Embarrassing. Oh, so
2: as of today, they're not going to school in New York. uh, Biggest school district in America. And the only reason it matters to me is that uh, um, is this the way we're going to handle the rest of the country? The New York Daily News is out with a report today saying Top New York City health officials disagreed with the idea of closing the schools down and were arguing with the mayor, but he went ahead and closed down the schools today anyway. Well, he knows who's holding on to his leash. They had set this um, uh, threshold of if there are 3% of the population testing positive for COVID over an average seven days, then we got to close down the schools again.
3: And three is like the lowest in the country, I think. That's a pretty low number. Yeah.
2: Well, the uh, the people at the health department there were arguing with the governor saying, yeah, for the whole county we are, but it's not at three percent for the schools. And. um, You know, and then there are other uh, there are other reasons to want to keep kids in schools, it's not just, you know, a one factor decision that should be made, Mm -hmm. so not the schools aren't that high. Um, and the schools are different than bars and restaurants that, in the way that they can socially distance everything like that. So we're recommending against closing down the schools, but they went ahead and stuck with it and uh, did it anyway and closed down the schools today. So look for that in your county. And then this report out that um, New York City public schools have tested more than 140,000 students and staff and have had a positivity rate of 0.23%. Oh, my god As of Monday this week. Holy cow. So while the whole county's at three percent, and okay, you can make the argument and you can close down the bars or whatever. Um, what's that got to do with the schools where they've got a point two three percent rate? Kids don't get it or transmit it the same way, and you know, drinking at a bar is something you can live without. Going to school isn't.
3: Well, and it's 24 year olds who are hanging out with each other and you know, getting it on or whatever, who are mostly getting the COVID. You know what? Nobody ever brings up we shared earlier some stats from a, a big school district where the rates of kids with D and F averages have uh, tripled in the, like, F averages and more than doubled in the D averages. just shocking. What nobody ever brings up is that kids' brains are amazingly plastic. They can learn things with a speed that, that adults dream of, you know, picking up language and just, just every, everything a human brain learns.
2: If I ever move again... I'll have to write down the address on a piece of paper and carry it in my pocket the rest of my life. <laughs> There's no memorizing another address yeah, at this
3: point in my life. But kids have this astounding ability to learn quickly, but it's temporary. And we're wasting yeah. a lot of that time yeah, with these kids. You can't make up for that.
2: Particularly under the age of eight, because I remember studying this in college some class I had about the the critical learning period. Your, your ability to learn up until age eight is just... Oh, it's just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. And then it slows down from then, even though it's still better than it is when you're older. But, yeah, God, kids that are like in first, second grade that aren't utilizing that period
3: of life, yeah. oh,
2: that's devastating.
3: Yeah, that could be a serious setback for them. And and we're going to follow the science, people. Gavin Newsom, Andrew Cuomo, a lot of governors oh. and and health officials – they have no interest whatsoever in that science. I left out the
2: main point of the New York Daily News article was they got to the they believe the decision is being made because that's what the teachers unions are arguing for. It's a teachers union decision. Yeah. To close down the schools. The health professionals are saying no. The teachers union who owns the the, the mayor and governors and all kinds of people around the country are saying close them down. Mm-hmm. That is just unconscionably outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. How well. do you how do you end up as part of a teacher's union in theory, caring about kids and get that far off base? Well, how do you end up at a V.A. Uh, you know hospital in theory, caring about veterans? How do you end up uh, as a Boy Scout leader or a church member or a swim coach and do the things you do? And these are all complicated parts of the human brain. But.
3: Yeah, a combination of bad people in the iron law of bureaucracy. You stop caring about what you formed to deal with. But have they twisted and just care about yourself?
2: Have they in California, for instance, have they twisted it in their head to where they actually think they're doing the right thing for kids? Um, they, they think the Washington Post, the New York Times, the various professionals, medical professionals, psychologists—they think they're all wrong.
3: I think some teachers believe that they'd be at too much risk themselves. It's just not safe to go into a petri room classroom full of little kids. They're afraid. That's fine. You get to be afraid. I'm not going to berate you for the guy being home, afraid of the vid.
2: The guy at Home Depot has got to go in. All right.
3: Yeah. If you if it's deemed by the authorities, which y'all bribe all the time, if, if it's deemed by the authorities, you need to go back to work and you don't, you ought to get fired. And if there are medical exemptions, fine. We can work that out. I, I happen to know one teacher who has a serious immune problem. I don't want to see her fired. It's not her fault. But. Anybody who just doesn't go back? I mean, if, if we didn't do the show, they'd fire us. I remember, And we're not essential.
2: I remember when de Blasio said that, like, over the summer or when school was coming. and he you,
3: we are considered essential, which is, well, another flaw in the policy. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Don't you remember? We got those badges. I got yeah. mine
3: somewhere. I do. It's We've right been... on the console of my car, just in case the... Cops stop me for being out and about. Do you actually have it in your car. I do. Well, well, I put it there the day they gave it to us and it hasn't budged. Lost mine long ago. Oh, come on. Um, you're going to end up in COVID jail. Uh, it reminded <laughs> some chick
4: at a bar I was trying to impress her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember De Blasio said at some point, "Hey, this is your job. Go to work." to the teachers, but the teachers union must have yanked his
3: choke chainer. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, and speaking of bad leadership, the uh the New York Times piece by Thomas Fuller very surprising. They're beating the hell out of Gavin Mussolini of California. Um, they talk about him eating his uh dollars 500000 $600,000 per person meal at the French Laundry with lobbyists, no social distancing, not outside as he claimed. It was in a, a room that had sliding glass doors, but the doors were closed. And they were shoulder to shoulder, big table, the rest of it, violating all of his guidelines, the rest of it. Meanwhile, the leg-
2: spirit of the guidelines, L- I guess I need to practice in addition to preach. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I'm going to preach, I should practice, I suppose. Huh? Uh, we're all
3: human. We all fall short sometimes. Oh, give me 57. Why not? The spirit of what
2: I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted. And I got to own that. And so I want to apologize to you uh, because I need to preach And practice, not just preach. I mean, it is kind of funny when you think about it, because I'd say one thing and then I did a different thing. You know what? And that's I can
3: understand. Hey, you caught me on that one. Good one. I ordered all the plebes to do something then ignored it. And they talk about the uh, legislators from uh, Oregon, Washington, California, parting with lobbyists in Maui in spite of the no unnecessary travel guideline. Nancy Pelosi and her unmasked haircut when salons were barred from operating indoors, but she's so important she got her haircut. They mentioned Diane Feinstein going around the Capitol without a mask on. And this is the New York Times. Uh, and they say, uh, with California, blah, blah, blah. While lawmakers and governors in other states have flouted social distancing guidelines, the instances in California, a state that has prided itself on its early and aggressive actions to mitigate the virus, have felt more jarringly hypocritical. And then they talk about the French Laundry, and this is some good writing, where he was uh, dining with with super high-dollar lobbyists. Uh, The dinner party has put a spotlight on the governor's wealth and lifestyle. In a 2019 review of the French Laundry and two other Napa restaurants, the New York Times critic described being overwhelmed by the opulence and feeling as if transported onto, quote, a spaceship for the 1%, now orbiting a burning planet.
2: The 1%. 0.1%.
3: Mr. Newsom said in October that his children who attend private school return to in-person classes, even as most of the state struggles with remote learning. The Sacramento Bee editorial board, the Sacramento Bee is, is left a Pravda, writes, Newsom and the first partner eschewed the state public health guidelines to dine with friends at a time when the governor has asked families to scale back Thanksgiving plans. If the governor can eat out with friends and if his children can attend their expensive school, why must everyone else sacrifice? You know, oh, those are some good questions, B. We've been asking that for a long damn time. Welcome.
2: But to me, it's like the college scandal. I assumed that rich families were cheating to get their kids into the fancy colleges, but they got so comfortable with their scam and, 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 and so much hubris that they didn't even try to conceal it anymore. The universities or the rich families. Right. You know, I'm going I'm to put my white kid on a brown body pole vaulting, and then you'll accept me because other people are just too stupid to catch on. So that, you know, you crossed a line. And same with Gavin Newsom. I, I expect governors to get together with rich lobbyists in a house and violate the rules they made. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it out in front of people at the fanciest restaurant
3: around and be so loud other diners demand the doors be closed
2: yeah you're not, you' you you feel like you don't even need to try to conceal it anymore that's right. that's one you've you've
3: definitely crossed the line that we should give you a spanking The word is hubris yeah it's amazing well and and you know listen you, you Trump haters He's a tough guy to take I get it but look at all the things you advocated. Just because Trump advocated the opposite, keeping the little kids from learning, keeping poor and minority kids from learning at all. I mean, they've been horrifically abused because Trump said we should open the schools, and you just knee-jerk resisted it. Nice job. How how much of your compassion are you willing to trade for that sort of thing? It seems crazy to me. Anyway. Um
2: raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We're trying to hit a half million dollars this week. Can we do that in a five shows? That's a, that's a pretty aggressive goal.
3: It's fantastic. Uh, I think we can do it in more.
2: Just go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate.
5: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, I'm going to keep
2: my bad financial news to myself. You probably don't want to hear it. Not my personal bad financial news, just national news. That's. Whew. I'm telling you, I hope I'm wrong, but just there's a bunch of things hanging out there. I don't think we've we talk about the the the, the, the economy and, and what's happened with the pandemic. I don't think we've even come close to feeling the results of it. Mm. We mm. put it off,
3: like putting mm. it on a credit
2: card. Well, very similar to putting it on a credit card.
3: Cash everything out, put it in coffee cans. <laughs> so I thought this was interesting. We were talking earlier in the week about how SpaceX, little upstart company, I mean, I realize it's not just uh, Elon Musk and three of his buddies. It's it's a serious company, but... Third richest man in the world. They now are selling space rides to the U.S. government because they can do it so much more efficiently, and they beat Boeing uh, to the punch, and Boeing is still trying to get their stuff together. It's going to come around soon, and like I said earlier in the week, they're a great American company, and I'm not running down Boeing, but we speculated that SpaceX can just move a lot more quickly and innovatively, and we got this interesting note from uh, Aileen or Al Anonymous. Um, I work for the world's largest medical device company, and I can say with absolute certainty, the average startup can dance circles around us and release products in half the time. While,
2: half the time.
3: While large companies are much more risk averse than a nothing to lose startup, it's the internal barriers that slows down the most. Our internal systems require the completion of several procedural documents that we spend dozens of hours working to compete, complete rather. Many of these documents go far beyond the regulatory requirements that everyone must live by. The newer the technology, the deeper into the system a project will start, meaning they have to dig through more layers of our internal systems before that product is released to the market. This is why large companies iterate while newer, smaller companies innovate.
2: Sound familiar to anybody who works for a giant company?
3: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, let's see. Oh, another good email. This is uh, once again about the moron governor of California. Uh, While I don't have the wealth of Gavin Newsom, writes Anonymous, I do have the same ability to assess risk and make informed decisions based off of it. Although I'm sure Gavin would disagree, since I am a mere citizen of California and not the ruling elite. Having decided to take our lives into our own hands, my husband and I took advantage of a Southwest Airlines sale and visited Scottsdale, Arizona this past (laughs) weekend. I humored him and agreed to go on a day trip to Tombstone with him where I eventually found myself in a wine tasting room. Who knew? While he continued on his historical endeavors. Upon finding out I was from California, the person serving my wine went on a rant against Gavin Newsom and his seeming determination to destroy our economy. This was the very first in a string of encounters with Arizona locals. Every time anyone found out where we were from... They at the very least had a snide remark to make about Newsom and offered their sympathies that we lived under such a tyrannical rule. It was, all, it was humorous, but also comforting to know that there are people outside of Cal Unicornia that are also fed up, outraged, and disgusted. Uh, P.S. Thanks to my husband's unquenchable thirst for history and mine for wine, I am returning from Arizona, Arizona many bottles of wine richer, the better to drink to the hypocrisy and douchebaggery, or to drink it away, rather. Uh, G-N-I-T-M-A, and Gavin Newsom is the new Marie Antoinette. I like that. Wine tasting in tombstone. I wouldn't have expected that. That's got to be because all the dudes want to see the gunfight and stuff, and all the women are what? Like, whatever. What right, am I gonna exactly. do? Wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. Now that's American ingenuity.
0: <laughs> I don't want the show to be over but but I-
2: Yeah, that's, I realize it's sexist to say this, but I do not know the woman that would really get interested in. So this is why the where the Erb gang stood. I just don't see that happening.
3: And they turn and see. Tombstone Wine and Purse Center. What? (laughs) Same reason there's a couch and a TV and a women's clothing section at department stores. Here's
2: your host for
3: Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo pressing buttons. What's your final thought, sir?
4: Well, this Thanksgiving, I can only have 10 people, so I'm sitting here rating my family members and relatives to see who makes the cut. Right. Uh, Uncle John is nice, but his wife is chatty, so I don't know. We'll we'll see.
3: (laughs) Chatty. A positive, Sean. Our producer has a final thought, Sean.
4: Yeah, just uh, one quick final whale spotting on the way out. We have come on, man, with $2,500 and Erica dropping in another <laughs> thousand. Shout out to the whales. Uh, truly incredible the uh, way that this, just
3: saying. <laughs> this audience rallies every year for, for this wonderful cause. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the small donations there, too, though, that are so important. Whatever you can do. Jack, oh. a final thought for
2: us? Like small donations from tiny chunk of blown-up whale that gave $25. <laughs> wow. That's pretty funny. Gavin Newsom's seat cushion at the French Laundry gave $100. bucks. let us do a quick total here. This is my final thought is our current total is, current, ladies and gentlemen, total
4: four hundred sixty-eight thousand five hundred six dollars. Sixty-eight. That's pretty good.
3: Amazing. Yeah. Uh, my final thought is, uh, I will not be here tomorrow, but I am going to leave you a couple of presents. You. Like much, an Decker? That's <laughs> much like a a poorly trained dog leaves you presents if you're gone too long. As as Sean put it earlier, there have been a lot of carrots. Time for the stick. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know we
2: hit our goal, probably. Tune in tomorrow. We'll hit the goal today. We'll come up with a new goal, though. But, yeah, we got some fun stuff for the final day we always do. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
3: So many people to thank. So a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Give as generously as you can. Then a little more to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We all got a lot of great clicks there. Uh, check it out. Oh, swag. Great A&G swag.
2: See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a
0: good time? Okay, I, I did not say well, that. You- I've
1: sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh,
4: good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
1: be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we
5: heard the words.
3: It's over for me. Adios mofo. Okay, so we're we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you
2: want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? It's
1: all self-imposed. It's all self-imposed. If you didn't eat the cheesecake, you wouldn't have a weight problem.
3: Armstrong and Getty.